Hello and welcome to Brand Your Passion, the show that helps you turn the thing you love the most into something that people know and love you for. I'm your host, Holly Arnett, the brand coach for creatives, and I'm on a mission to make the world a more creative place, one brand at a time. If you're ready to get more eyes on your work, more dollars in your pocket, and more creativity in your life, you're in the right place. Welcome. Let's brand your passion. to this week's episode of Brand Your Passion. Today I am amazed and excited to be joined by the wonderfully talented Maya Sane. Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> do you want to tell um, everybody who's listening a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do as a creative? Sure. So, hey everyone, nice to meet you. My name is Maya Sane. I am a uh, graphic designer and illustrator from Memphis, Tennessee in the United States. <laughs> um, I do a lot of commercial illustration, brand design, um, and just stuff all over, packaging design and whatnot. Um, just showing people um, the happiness and empowerment of minorities, but also just telling the stories of others because we have so much to share and we're so much like we have so much in common. So um, yeah. <laughs> just knowing those things. Um, but beyond that, I collaborate with different organizations and uh, companies to make fun things, happy things, and to encourage people to always be themselves. Oh, I love that yeah. so much. It's like so much a big part of why I've yeah, been following you and enjoying your work is that it's like, yeah, it's not just beautiful work, which it is, but it also is so powerful and helps so many people feel like, oh, I'm being heard and I'm being seen and, the, you know, people are sharing my story, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Um, so do you want to tell us a little bit about, like, what has your creative journey looked like up until now? How have you got to being, yeah, being an illustrator and a brand designer and all the things that you are now? Oh, man. So like, <laughs> how far do you want to go? Do you want to, like, a documentary lifetime story or do you want, like, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> a brief overview of your creative journey. <laughs> yeah, sure. So um, pretty much at the very beginning, just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> when I was born. <laughs> so back, I'll go back to at least like late high school, like mm -hmm. real quick and then kind of move forward because I am 25. I'm not that old. <laughs> so I, have, I don't have like this whole like big journey that some people have had. Yeah. But um, yeah, back late high school, I was a painter. I was a traditional artist and I did not enjoy computers. That was not something I enjoyed. That was not what I wanted to do. And so um, I was brought up, I was brought up into this class about graphic design and that led me being interested in like knowing more about graphic design, which led me to doing that in college. So I went to college, got my design uh, degree and I used it for like two years and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then things kind of changed. Um, but in the meanwhile, um, it was such a fun time because when I got my degree, I went to a, an amazing art college. Um, sadly, it doesn't exist anymore. RIP Memphis College of Art. Um, but um, they taught me so much and got me pretty much in the door to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, in the midst of being in college, I was at a graphic design internship and I started to do these infographics, um, these little characters, and 
I thought they were so fun. They were so amazing and so lighthearted. And at the time I was like, wow, this is great. How can I do more of this? Um, and at the time I was doing everything in Illustrator, like mm -hmm. pen tooling, like doing the nitty gritty. Wow. <laughs> um, and I lived with two illustrators um, and my friends were like, hey, um, you should try drawing this out. And I was like, what? I don't do that. I, like, <laughs> I was very resistant because yeah. like, um, you know, at the time I was to the book and I was just like, no, I'm a designer. Like, I don't make things to be just nice. I solve problems, you know, just being like a old crabby designer. <laughs> um, and obviously design is not limited to that. So, um, so basically the last three years I've been transitioning uh, more so to graphic design to illustration. However, um, I have a love for both. Um, and so basically going from exploring to having the courage to um, put my stuff on social media, my friends literally had to threaten me <laughs> to put my stuff online because I was just like, I didn't go to school for this. Like, yeah. I'm, this is not good. Like what, like, I can't claim this. And they're like, just put your stuff online. Like, you'll be okay. So yeah. put my stuff online. Um, and that was a great, like, way to not only share my art, but just like more so um, bringing awareness of like, I don't know, when I did art at the time, I did stuff that kind of reflected what was going on in my life. So it was a great mm -hmm. like outlet, emotional outlet. And I was hoping for the fact that if I did this, someone else <laughs> would be like, oh, like, I understand what you're talking about. And that's like, yeah, exactly that. Um, and so from there, 2017 until now, this been that journey me exploring and keep going and meeting cool people like you <laughs> ah, amazing that's so cool I love that journey and like yeah I'm a I'm a trained graphic designer too that's what I studied and so um it's cool to see someone who's also studied that and then transitioned out of it because I don't do design anymore either so <laughs> we use it for a while and then we move on <laughs> like it's so great to know design because design yeah. I don't know design thinking um you know design thinking yeah. but obviously just understanding how things work and how mm -hmm. you can, you know, figure out like what's the scope of something and then figure out ways to put, do little outlets of how to figure out how to, I don't know, not solve it, but make things better and make things better yeah. for people. Yeah, for Good sure. Study. I mean, yeah, my degree was literally called visual communication design. And I think I love the fact that, you know, as designers, we do learn how to communicate visually. So even though you're not, doing design anymore like you're still communicating visually and telling messages and stories through the work that you do and it's probably you know design has helped you to do that I'm sure exactly yeah that's a better word for it <laughs> <laughs> um and so the you said that, that you know over the last couple of years you've um just kind of grown into doing what you're doing now it's you started putting your work online so you, did you um it wasn't really like a, okay I'm gonna start making this a business was it just more of a gradual journey yes yeah so pretty much my intentions were I honestly thought I was going to create a business doing graphic design because right. um in my hometown um my work I was doing a lot of freelance and just you know working with a lot of people to the point where I was like hmm this could actually be something this mm -hmm. is cool However, in the meantime, I'm, you know, I'm doing these doodles, I'm doing like, <laughs> these illustrations and whatnot, and I'm like, 
just posting them. I'm like, I don't know, this looks cool. And at one point, this happened either last year or 2018. Wow, years are gone by. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of those times, um, pretty much, I noticed this kind of tipping point where people were started asking me more for illustration work than my nice. design work. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like what oh uh, yeah it was just like freaked me out I was like I guess like yeah. <laughs> I guess I could do this for you and then it kind of just kept going and I just started just keep, kept saying yes start doing different things um because illustration can do a lot of things that design do but um yeah. it was just fun to see that transition for myself because I just couldn't believe it honestly yeah. <laughs> that's amazing and do you think that um that came through just like word of mouth or was it because you were putting more and more illustration work out there like what do you think led to that transition the transition definitely started um I think so more so word of mouth um this this other like fellow um Miffian, you know Miffian, they're also artists in the community um, Lawrence, I'll say Lawrence Matthews, he's great. Um, but he reached out to me at one point and was like, Hey, do you, um, like, Hey, you should do some art sometime. I'm like, okay, cool. But the main thing, um, is he works for this like nonprofit called the collective and the, um, head director, the executive director was like, Hey, can you do portraits of us? Um, and I'll pay you. And that was like my first commission. <laughs> being paid so I was like wow I'm getting paid for this um, yeah and it was it was crazy because I went from doing like these doodles to um you know asking my roommate I'm like hey can I borrow your Wacom tablet <laughs> I gotta do this big just for a couple bucks like I need this and um it was great because I wasn't really sure like what was going to happen with that so I did 13 portraits so I did a lot of like extent yeah. learning from that but I didn't know that um, they were going to open up their business <laughs> and it was going to be for that. So, um, or did I, did I know or just forgot? One of those happened <laughs> and I was just like shocked. I was like, oh, wow, that's a lot of people seeing my work. Yeah. And um, just from that opening, so many people were like, wow, I love your work. Like, can I get something from you? And I was like freaking out because I'm like, wow, I didn't know this was going to turn out <laughs> like that. <laughs> so all by, by surprise and just yeah. like, happy accidents and just like being friendly. <laughs> yeah, nice. It sounds like it's a good lesson in just taking the opportunities that come, even if you're not sure where they're going to lead, you know? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> like I want to clarify, like this is, um, I, I'll say like right now, this journey is completely unplanned. Like yeah. everything that's, <laughs> everything is happening right now is completely like rogue compared to like you know, I'm the type of person, I'm not like that organized, but you know, you have this mindset of what you're going to do. You're like, Hey, in like two years, three years, I want to be doing this. Yeah. And then when things change off course, you're just freaking out because <laughs> you just have to, you know, you just have to go with it, you know, yeah. unless it's like something terrible, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but with like changing careers, it was just kind of like a, okay, like, maybe illustration can be cool. Um, let me just go with this and see what happens instead of resisting it. Because for a minute, it's more so like when you go to art college and you paid a lot of money for one thing, you just, yeah. 
you just don't want to think like are you serious this thing right here on like that I didn't study for is the thing but yeah after you get over that like get over the fact that if you have that college degree and you know whatever um just do what makes you happy and what feels natural and just accept it especially when yeah. things get kind of uncomfortable and weird for you um just be like okay just go through with it <laughs> yeah go with the flow just see mm-hmm. what happens <laughs> yeah amazing and so did you um i'm gonna presume that because you just kind of started you didn't do any like intentional branding work for yourself or you didn't set yourself up as a brand or anything from the beginning no no so i did so like in college we had to develop like our branding whatever but at the time (laughs) um my intentions were i was like hey after college i was going to go and find some agency or Mm -hmm. some like mid-sized large company to work for and like i was going to be working for them so it wasn't really you know necessary to have like a huge like great brand um yeah, like it started off with just me being like, I like these things. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like if I draw something, I'm influenced by this. So let me pull this from here. And um, my branding just kind of fell in place, but mm-hmm. obviously just very scattered, just all over the place. <laughs> um, until recently mm-hmm. in May, I took a class with Meg Lewis. It was oh, nice. um, a personal branding class. It was amazing. Yeah. Full-time you? Is it full-time you? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) And um, basically uh, Meg did this very like, I don't know, it was like a very like unconventional way of like figuring out like, hey, your brand is this, like this is who you are. Like your Mm -hmm. brand shouldn't be like this manufactured thing to make you look great. Like your brand is you. So just pull from you and what inspires you. And um, yeah, so during May, I kind of really figured that out, like all the colors, um, typeface, whatnot. These are things I was already using, by the way. It was just like, (laughs) put in my face, like, this is what you've been inspired by. And and it's still growing. I'm I'm still like trying to work on my branding, um, whatnot. But I feel like I already have... (laughs) an aesthetic yeah <laughs> that um I, I just recently started to appreciate because at first I was like I'm just I'm just me like what? yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> now you're just a refined version of you yes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah little, little bit polished <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I noticed that you um obviously like well on Instagram anyway you have um your like the illustration of you as your profile photo and then you have like the um, your highlights are all color coded and you're using like the um, like chunky retro font, which is awesome. So are those the ones that you've kind of recently brought together? Yeah, somewhat like I, I'm still like in the refinement mode. So like those, ch- like those colors are about to change like very slightly. <laughs> yeah. Very slightly because um, I had the color palette. I knew that obviously my colors are very close to the rainbow. I was just like, mm-hmm. I love all these colors. Um, but my brand initially started off with the mint of mm. black and white. And I had this like really weird gray at the time. I think I <laughs> kind of still use it. It's kind of like kind of phased out a little bit. Um yeah. but yeah, that was like my main branding I started off with. But then um gradually while illustrating, um, I noticed after a couple illustrations, I'm like, man, I really like these colors. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how many times you move throughout the um, color wheel it was like those colors saturated unsaturated like muted 
And yeah. so I was like, okay, maybe this is what I like. Um, and then I'm always a fan of um, Cooper Black. That's the typeface yeah. <laughs> um, that I'm inspired by. The typeface that I use for my brand um, is actually really cool. It's called Doyle. It's basically like a modern Cooper Black. And they cool. made like these little small adjustments that are really nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, it's kind of like very 1970s, happy. <laughs> I love that. Joyous. Mm-hmm. yeah amazing and so um obviously like like you said branding is um a, about you and who you are and so um it's not just about your like the colors and fonts and everything but you also are really well known for like those characters that you mentioned the style of your work um the colors that you're using in your work um and like the messages that you send and everything so how have you kind of grown your style as an artist over the last few years and kind of built that recognizable style I suppose that's so cool to think about it's like wow um <laughs> did so, I recognize my work <laughs> yeah it, that, that was crazy because um I remember I was telling my roommate I was like I need a style I need a style like I'm just doing whatever and mm-hmm. just my my roommate Tinky he like just looked at me and he was just like you already have a style like what are you talking <laughs> about <laughs> I'm like what so like sometimes you're doing it and you don't really yeah. like you know understand the power that is in your hand mm-hmm. um but pretty much the uh, my characters the way they look now is really influenced by the fact that when I started out I was doing it on an Adobe Illustrator mm-hmm. so I was using these grids I was using these very crazy grids and like yeah. curving them and whatnot very technical very technical it's very long I, I, regret. <laughs> <laughs> I regret I started but I got somewhere I made improvement yeah but I love the like kind of I don't know it was just like very simple because that's the thing um with my work I just didn't I just wanted to tell as much information as possible with like the least amount of content and obviously yeah. that's the same way you kind of do with making like logos and like whatnot mm-hmm. you're trying to make like this idea with not using like a lot of information a lot of detail so um literally from me transitioning to design <laughs> yeah influence that I'm like okay um instead of this having like so much texture maybe I should make this just like a solid black in like mm. color theory and like you know choosing colors that people w- would respond to well I, I'm like gay for me but I'm like wait <laughs> other people have to like this color too um but um it came to the fact of just like trial and error and mm-hmm. um like I said after doing the braining class just figuring out like okay like these colors make me happy and these colors um you know show like you know progressiveness and you know new ideas and like stuff that basically aligned with I would I guess my beliefs mm-hmm. quote unquote value <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, um and I it just kind of just happened I realized mm-hmm. that um my work really just aligned with what I was going to do anyway mm-hmm. even if I wasn't going to make money and um nice mm-hmm. and it's just so um, I'm influenced by so many people so mm-hmm. that's why like I love talking to people getting to know people um I'm very, I don't know how odd that sounds, very like observant of people, like haircuts and like, you know, if someone like eats a certain thing, they love a certain thing, like just those little things that bring people joy. Yeah. And that really influenced my work because I'm like, I want to show those moments where um, people are being human, not 
obviously being worked to death <laughs> by <laughs> corporations and whatnot, mm-hmm. like who we are when we have free time, who we are by ourselves with our loved ones. Um, and just like being able to showcase that. I don't know, I'm rambling, but like, <laughs> no, um, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just the fact that I just wanted to capture that moment of like that empowerment of like, okay, maybe I'm not in a great situation, but if I think positive and I do great things for myself, I'll get to this point. And I think that was another thing. Um, I don't know if I explained this much to people, but um, a while back I was dealing with, not even a while back, very recently I just got (laughs) over it, but I was dealing with like, I would say like mild kind of severe depression. Mm -hmm. So um, for me, you know, drawing my characters or whatnot, it was more so me addressing certain things that made me feel less alone. However, mm-hmm. it's just like trying really hard to focus on the positive yeah. things in life um, and just keeping a mindset on that and how that would look. And so um, it was just very funny. Like you'll see me now, I'm trying to get out of it, wearing a whole bunch of black, but my, colors, <laughs> but my work is like super colorful and like, you know, smiling and, um, and whatnot and actually people don't know this either I think I mentioned it like I think 2018 but mm-hmm. um the way that my characters if, if their eyes are open that means they're like confident and like they're sure of themselves if they're like eyes were closed that means they're healing or like trying wow, to figure yeah. stuff out and like these were just like little symbols for myself as I was doodling to myself like yeah. hey maybe I want a better day let me draw like these eyes closed and like this is what I feel like if I got that cheesecake or whatever <laughs> after <laughs> yeah. this terrible breakup or something like that um yeah and yeah it just started off from there and just kind of blossomed and now sadly we're getting kind of political I yeah. mean <laughs> but it's just like just expressing yourself uh, and just like getting out there those ideas that's in your brain so yeah yeah <laughs> amazing I love it and I love the power of like illustration and art and that it's um kind of powerful for you but then also for the people like viewing it right so for you it's an exercise and like you say like expressing yourself and leaving those signals to yourself but then also other people who see your work are like oh yeah I've been in that situation I've had a breakup and then needed some cheesecake like I've been there (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing, like when people are posting online and they're doing all this stuff, I mean, obviously some people are for the clout, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but for other reasons, um, you're just reaching out to people because you want to make sure that you're not alone in this experience. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing um, throughout this life, we just need to, you know, just be reminded that we're all human and we all go through similar stuff, yeah. different experience, but like we all go through similar stuff and um, we should appreciate it understand it cherish it because um all of us are very valuable all of us are lovable all of us are you know capable of finding happiness and pleasure and just like fun times Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's just like you have to be reminded of that you know by someone else or sometimes yourself you know we have that spark of joy (laughs) (laughs) yeah and sometimes all it takes is like Yes, like scrolling through your feed and seeing, you know, a piece of your work and you might be having an awful day and then see a piece that feels relevant or you can relate to and you're like, oh, 
you know, it can change someone's day, which is so powerful. And like you say, make them feel joyful or happy or uplift them or just make them feel not alone. And it's crazy because, um, like you said, looking at other people's work, it's funny that my work, I guess, is so happy. <laughs> I am a happy person, yeah. by the way. I'm very joyful. Yeah. Um, but um, who really influenced me, honestly, was um, was Meg because mm. um, Meg has such happy content and just, you know, just joyful and silly all the time. Yeah. And um, that really influenced me to want to talk about serious content however yeah. like in a way that is approachable to other people and also um in a way that is like hey like don't be down about it like it's mm. a thing um cherish it regardless what the situation is um yeah. it's like cherish it figure out what you're going to learn from this and then have some fun like yeah. <laughs> the next step and um and she really influenced that. But obviously, um, me looking like Abby Lawson, like, you know, Nina Simone and like, <laughs> you know, like all these different artists and be yeah. like, oh man, like you guys definitely <laughs> are like my blueprint of like, you know, how to be happy and how to show humanity mm. through like simplicity. I don't know. It's very, yeah. Very <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. And I think, yeah, like you say, Meg does such a job, uh, such a great job of talking about really heavy topics, but in the, yeah, like a really approachable and fun way. Um, and I think, I think the same of your work, you know, like um, you talk a lot about really quite big and heavy things from like, I wrote down from like protecting the bees to Black Lives Matter, to education, to PCOS, mental health, like all mm. of these things are like, no, some of them are really big topics um, that are, can feel quite heavy and scary, um, but doing kind of creating work that is kind of lighter or more fun or approachable is a really cool way to get people to start talking about it and feel like it's okay to start thinking about it or speaking out themselves about it, um, which I think is amazing. Yeah, because like you just have to like figure out a way to get people to think differently I just know as an adult <laughs> like, people, like some people are very open and they're willing to try different things but yeah. like majority of us like once you kind of settle or hone in on something that's the way you like it mm-hmm. <laughs> or that's the thing you kind of believe in but um if you do it in a very like odd way of like bringing up something or like figuring out a way that like you know that's kind of like that wow like I never thought of it that way um it just makes it very fun to talk about and you Mm. just get kind of casually talk to people about it and just like you know it's just like hey um I have polycystic ovarian syndrome hooray it's terrible (laughs) but let me tell you about it (laughs) because it's like um if you know about it then you're able to better understand people who have it and you're able to love them and be empathetic and you know to whoever you meet and for example, I made a piece, it was called um, Fresh Fill. And it was about uh, when you have polycystic ovarian syndrome, you can uh, get this condition called hairstism. And it's about women who are able to grow beards. I am technically able to grow a great beard. Yeah. And I'm proud of it. <laughs> actually. Oh, <yeah. laughs> um, but um, trying to explain that to people, obviously, while we're in this, you know, a huge society that's like hair on women's growth. So you're just like, mm. no, it's not. 
Um, and then she's kind of like, okay, let me put a woman and like, uh, and a kiwi together. (laughs) You know, like people love kiwis. Kiwis is great and like refreshing Mm -hmm. and nice. And just like, Hey, like do that and put those two. And people are like, wow, that's so cool. And you're just like, here you go. It's like an introduction, but in a weird way and it makes it friendly. So you just gotta do it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. And like, you know, um, personally for me, I have relations who have PCOS and I have endo myself. And so like, when I saw that you were talking about it, I was like, yes, I love that. And it's just nice that you can see other people who have been in the same situations. And I like, you know, seeing people talking any like reproductive issues I'm like oh thank god somebody's talking about it and like thank god yeah somebody else understands how I'm feeling all the time and they've been in that situation and um yeah so it's amazing like you said to just if you can get people to just start thinking about it or to just even know about it I'm sure a lot of people don't even know about PCOS um so to introduce them to it through some yeah illustration of a girl with a kiwi is like amazing (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about this how cool is this and yeah just like doing it in a way where people can just you know hey why is this girl with the kiwi wow she compliments that kiwi and it's just like those little things make people receptive and just more willing to listen to your story and it's like it's not just my story it's so many other people's story like there's so many other women who are out here who don't feel seen you know like Mm -hmm. having PCOS is very hard it definitely sometimes even like interferes with business like when me like you know like I don't know if you have um I think it's like endo yeah me first yeah that that's horrible yeah <laughs> and uh, it's just gotten worse for me recently mm. um and it's just like how do I explain this to people the best I can and honestly that's when I made that piece with the girl in the in the dirt <laughs> with, the, with the spiky um cactus fruit because yeah. I was like this is how it feels it feels like you're in sand and you can't do anything about it and you yeah. have this terrible fruit that keeps stabbing you yep <laughs> And, and it's crazy because like all types of people are like, I love this piece. I like, there was a guy who like, I went to the gym and he was just like, you know, he was a guy I just never thought who liked my work. And he's like, <laughs> I love your stuff. This is the piece I like. And I just thought to myself, I was like, that's so cool because I just, <laughs> I don't think you would ever go on, I don't know, where did people usually go for like medical research? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you just go online. Let me Google this. Um, yeah. And I'm like, I don't think you'll ever research PCOS, but the fact that this has you interested in this visual, I can tell you more about it. It just, it's yeah. like a conversation started. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And so you said that, um, you know, being inspired by Meg um, kind of encouraged you to start talking about more of these kind of topics through your work. So has this kind of, is it kind of happened over time? Yes. Yeah. Um, at first I was, um, very reluctant to you know I guess put putting my voice into my work because mm-hmm. as a designer that's not yeah <laughs> you know it's like at first off it's like my brain like was like wired to be like this is not about you so mm-hmm. so um when I was doing my um personal work illustration work I was like wow I can do literally anything I want like I can like this could be about 
a piece of pizza and like <laughs> I don't know it could literally be anything and yeah. um it'll just be my idea of how I felt and it's okay so yeah it definitely started off gradually I took the time to be like hey um I want to talk about this thing how can I symbolize this but not make it obvious and make it kind of quirky you know mm, yeah. and um and at first it was just like me getting used to having that and yeah. then mm-hmm. once I kind of grasped it I was like oh this is cool this is, it's like yeah. gaining power you're like yeah yes and um <laughs> And I just started just implementing these like little Easter eggs in my work that um, just pertains to different situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I know at some point I want to play around with numbers and like do stuff like that. Cool. Um, and just like, you know, just significance in like little pieces in, here and there. But yeah, this, this is a gradual little thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think it's, you can kind of go back through your Instagram feed and you can see kind of the more and more, especially lately, <laughs> there's a lot, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's amazing. And so do you think that um, now people are coming uh, drawn to your work or recognize you because of kind of like the messages that you're telling and the, um, the, the style of your work itself? Do you think people are kind of drawn to that? Yes. Um, I had like for a long time because you know as an artist you basically we have to like constantly build up our confidence like in our work because it's kind of like oh your contact like why me you know (laughs) but it came to the point where I was just like oh crap like I'm doing something that you really enjoy and I realized that um and this is regardless who you are you can just be starting out or you can be like a super experienced, um, you know, I won't even say illustrator, just someone who draws. Um, mm-hmm. But what you do is yours, is what you do. Like no one, like if you obviously don't follow like a formula, like, you know, like do exactly like someone else and you add your little quirkiness, like no one can replicate that. Yeah. And so once you kind of figure that out, you're like, oh, no one can do that the way I can. That's, that's kind of like, no one can do it the way I can. Yeah. Um, and, and so you start to understand more like why certain companies or people are reaching out to you. They want your aesthetic. They want your voice because you have, you make them have this feeling of happiness or you give them that like encouragement to be like, Hey, this is what we believe in. Um, so yeah, like it was a very gradual thing. People came to me and I was like, yeah I can share your story (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just like collaborating and just really just me figuring out how to interpret interpret like what that person or Mm -hmm. company might want however you know just adding my little like I say like sparkly like sparkliness to it yeah (laughs) (laughs) amazing I'm sure that that um you know your graphic design history experience is helpful in that process right with working with clients and understanding what they need and how to tell that story and then you use your illustration magic to <laughs> to bring that story yes. that's essentially <laughs> what I do like yeah. still to this day if someone comes to me for any reason um my brain does like play both I'm like devil's yeah. like absolute I'm like hey I want to do that really fun thing however if we do this thing, you're able to do this platform, which would gain this yeah, <laughs> like very yeah. like, strategic. Um, 
but at the end of the day it works out and I'm glad that I have both like yeah knowledge now like I'm growing in both and it's just wonderful to see how they work hand in hand I call yeah. design obviously illustration I think, I think they're like sisters I think yeah. they're just like, <laughs> one like one is definitely more technical than the other but I mean both can be technical it yeah. does, like it's, it's very wishy-washy it's mm-hmm. whatever you want um and yeah when people come to me I'm trying to figure out a way when they leave me or they you know obviously leave the project they're mm-hmm. better than you know when they when I first met them yeah. you know um or they have a story to tell or you know have something to give to someone else to make them feel better so it just works out on you know on its own but yeah having those two assets have been like a super cool thing <laughs> yeah yeah it's probably um kind of like you were saying like no one can do it like you can right and that's part of your magic right is that you have that perfect combo of experience that um it gives you your special magic (laughs) i don't know what else to say (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah which is awesome um and so what do you think has been through this process the last few years of doing illustration and design and doing your own thing um what do you think has been the biggest lesson that you've learned about like branding your passion turning your your creativity into a business i I think again the biggest thing that i've learned was your brand should be definitely a reflection of you it should be authentic to who you are like you yeah. can't you like hey I mean you can everyone <laughs> like, honestly um yeah but let's say if I'm like a unicorn and I'm like no I want to be a horse and I'm going <laughs> to stay in this barn it just doesn't work out you just yeah it just doesn't feel authentic and um and you can tell because then like things are off your messaging's mm-hmm. off and like all this stuff so when you just accept the fact that you're like hey I really like for example I love robots I'm like at some point I'm gonna put that in there it's fine yes. like <laughs> you know yeah. you know and it doesn't have to be like me drawing a robot I can do something like you know play with like the texture of steel or like mm. play around with numbers play around with bars be whatever um but like once you can like figure out those things you just can pull it together and it just feels right and um and you'll know you're on the right track because you'll start to feel better. You're just like, this is what I want. You just, you're like that. I don't know. You're like that 18th century, like artist who actually found what they want to do before they died. You're like, Oh my <laughs> God, I found the masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> Let me copy that. Um, and, sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes you do um, do a piece. I know for a fact that um, I recently made uh, this illustration with, um what did I call it goodness I feel terrible now uh, <laughs> but um I did an image of the boy with the yellow bubble coat and he was in yeah. some flowers and was enjoying himself and that was the portrait that I was like wow I got to, like that That was my aha like yeah. <laughs> even though it was for a client so I'm like oh I came like you know truly claim it myself but that's <laughs> um it was just the fact that um, me just accepting things I'll enjoy um, and obviously t- took reference from like that Im- like that illustration I literally took images from my phone that I took while like walking mm-hmm. in the park or I like fashion bubble coats that pulled yeah. it all together and it's just like boom you create 
this creation that no one else can create. They could yeah. try it as much as they want to. It's not the same because you did it. And so, <laughs> um, and so you just have that confidence and you just start build, build off of that and it just works its way out. You start, you, after you reach that point, you just need to kind of buffer it out, like very slowly, like, like, like a, like a metalsmith person, just like, yeah. <laughs> treat it, treat it well. Don't go and like zoom off unless you like very confident, but like, <laughs> play it off like you know just rub it out see what else you can add to the blend and just see if it works out and see if it represents what you want to do or what you want to say so yeah yeah amazing I love that thank you so so much for that um lesson and advice um I think anybody listening is gonna really take some amazing value from that so thank you do you want to um tell the people where they can find you anything you've got going on right now that you want to share oh man okay so let me see I'm, I'm trying i'm trying to think like what can i share right now <laughs> so first thing first um right now i am currently working on my website so you cannot find me on the internet <laughs> like traditionally <laughs> But that will be coming um, later this fall. I'm super excited. Um, the reason why I kind of waited so long was because um, obviously like a whole bunch of projects kind of swooped in and I was like, oh, wait, and I went <laughs> way with current. But um, you can find me on Instagram um, at the official Maya Sane. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter. I need to be more active. I'm going to be more active. <laughs> That's happening um, this last quarter slash 2021. Um, so Facebook, obviously Maya Sane, M-I-A-S-A-I-E. Um, and obviously you, you'll probably have that typed out. <laughs> yeah. I'll um, put all the links in below. Yeah. Yeah. You're great. <laughs> and then you can find me, um, on Twitter as the Maya Sane. I'm just on there every once in a while, but I love keeping people updated and just like, I don't know, just like interacting with people. I always hope that someone like message me and like, just be like, Hey, like, I'm trying to work on this. I'm like, go ahead. Like, tell, yeah. like, tell me, like, I'm interested in what people do. Um, so reach out to me anytime on social media. I would love to hear from you. Also, um, projects I'm working on. I have a couple of cool things happening. Super cool things. Um, I'm working on a couple of books. Um, yeah, it's, it's cool. like, <laughs> things are getting cool. Yeah. Not for myself, but like for other people. So um, cool. But um, really cool books. I'm I'm really proud of. Um, this first book is actually for um, educational purposes. So like, amazing. I'm helping like kids to read, and Hell it's just yeah. like, <laughs> like might as well like you know have a cost with it. Um, and uh, some apparel stuff is happening next year. I'm going to be collaborating more. Like 2021, I'm like probably going to go full force with like merch, um, yes. prints, posters. <laughs> everything that everyone has been asking me for and I've been terrible <laughs> delivering I'm just like I, I was just like I would but I only have five bucks <laughs> no I'm kidding um it was just more so um I felt like instead of being reactive and like just like you know at one point I was just making these like one-off pieces and I couldn't afford it anymore yeah um I decided to be more business-minded and obviously like push more of that and so I can actually do collections and like yeah. give you guys like a wide range of work so that's the things to look forward to and I can't wait to share <laughs> me too I'm like man yes I already have one of your t-shirts so I'm ready for more <laughs> <I'm> like, yes <laughs> 
Bring it on. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for this whole conversation, for sharing your story and for sharing your uh, where we can all find more of your work and what you've got going on. Um, I can't wait to see what happens next. Um, and I'm sure that people are going to find so much amazing value from this conversation. So just a huge thank you. Um, and yeah, we'll see you all next week. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, I'll see you guys later. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Brand Your Passion and choosing to spend some time with me learning about branding, business, and all things creativity. You can find more episodes just like this one at blackandwhitestudios.nz forward slash brandyourpassion. If you liked this one, you can tap that subscribe button so that you're notified about every new episode. And if you've got a spare second, I would love it if you could leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. I would love to hear from you and hear about how you're enjoying the podcast. If there were some helpful goodies in this episode for you, it would mean the world to me if you could screenshot your podcast player on your phone right now, hop over to Instagram or Twitter and tag me at Black and White Studios. That's at B-L-C-K-W-H-T Studios. By subscribing and reviewing and sharing, you're helping me to reach more creators just like you so that together we can make the world a more creative place, one brand at a time. I really can't achieve this mission without you, so your support means the world. I'll talk to you in the next episode, but until then, keep creating. <laughs>